Hey gang, it's your host and DM, Seth, and I want to tell you about something really cool. Recently, we partnered with Kraken Dice. What does that mean? Well, anytime during the rest of the month, you can hop on over to KrakenDice.com and enter a code when you purchase any dice. You'll get 15% off and you'll support the D20 Syndicate. That code is D20 Syndicate Halloween. All October long, you'll get 15% off on anything at the Kraken Dice store. So go over there, buy to your heart's content, fill that shopping cart, buy gifts for your friends, you know, Halloween gifts, and then enter our code and support us. All October long, D20 Syndicate Halloween. Thanks. Previously on Into the Yonder Void, we met the avian god Karif who was inhabiting an albatross, and he seemed to want to investigate my staff. Um, I let Can handle that while I went and met a djinn named Athe. Athe agreed to help us on our way uh, with his magic wind djinn powers, and we agreed to keep an eye out for his daughter on the material plane. In the meantime, uh, Karif asked us to return the staff to a shrine far to the south, and they marked uh, the shrine on our map. So now we have several destinations. We are on our way, being uh, pushed along by a djinn, and probably being pursued by pirates that we pissed off. After uh, everybody left, uh, we heard some rumblings below deck, and we followed a trail of blood and found the prince lying beneath a floating loom. The D20 Syndicate presents Into the Yonder Void. Welcome back to the D20 Syndicate Podcast. I need more coffee. How are you today? (laughs) (laughs) A weekly Dungeons & Dragons 5e actual play podcast. I'm your host and DM, Seth, and around the table, we have our players. I'm Billy, and I play Nezra. I am Tomas, and I play Gildebrand. I am Lindsay, and I play Fee. And I'm Michaela, and I play Can. That's right. Each week we record for your listening pleasure. This is episode 62. 62. Wow. <laughs> Buckle my shoe. <laughs> Six, four is two more. Mm. <laughs> Six, five, eating alive. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last one? Anyone? Six, six. Get Those your are kicks. two measurements. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yours is way better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's it. It's okay to keep we going. <laughs> we no. don't have to stop now. <laughs> we have so many more numbers. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess that's it. Goodbye. Bye. Host what the you got show. For us, Seth? <laughs> what are you doing? Why aren't you hosting? Hosting. Yeah. It's not a campfire question, but we're our scared. F- <laughs> Help. Now it's time for tonight's around the campfire question. <laughs> 
Tonight's Around the Campfire question comes from one of our patrons, B. And B wants to know, if you were a dragon, what would you hoard? What would be your valuable items that you would, you know, scrape together in a big pile beneath you as you rested? And we're going to start with Can. So in this scenario, am I still me? But you, I'm a dragon. You're a dragon with your personality. Oh, then easy. It would be cool rocks. <laughs> but because I'm a dragon, they would be big ones because I think my carrying capacity would be higher. And I could fly a bunch of places so I could find cooler rocks from an aerial vantage point. And then I could just pick them up. Put them in my nest. Just stealing people's stone houses. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. (laughs) They're still inside. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Well, thank you, Can. You're welcome. Now we're going to go to Fee. Okay. So question, would the dragons have like the the naily hands? Like it'd be kind of hard to grab stuff, right? They can grab shit. Like, or you can com- command other people to get stuff for you. Like different potions and stuff? Like, Sure. You know what? Okay. I think I'm going to pick uh, just kind of like the rant. No. You know what it's going to be. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Rewinding. Is this what I want? Or what was the question? What would you hoard if you were a dragon? Okay. I think I would be involuntarily hoarding all the gems because... So, so far, I have all the gems that we've encountered, and it seems like I'm just the gemmy kind of person who was holding all the gems, and I mean, I don't hate it. It's pretty interesting, so I guess a gem hoarder. <laughs> like an inadvertent one. They're like, ah, oh, guess I'll take it, yeah. whatever, throw it on the pile. <laughs> I guess this is my obsession now. <laughs> <laughs> Defining my personality. <laughs> She loves Jim. <laughs> Just keep giving him his gifts. I guess. <laughs> I never said I, mean, I didn't. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> I was at Gem Bath Beyond and they had a sale going on. So I think she already has these ones. They were handing them out at Gem Con. I was just going to make a Gem Con reference. She, yeah. she can have one one to rock, one to stock, right? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I like, like to play a lot of Gem Rummy. I mean. Mm. (laughs) we were done you like to play the gem bay Mm. there you go gem rummy was funny what is that even are you saying like gin rummy yeah Yeah. like the game it's too far away no it's not they both start with a j (laughs) hilarious anyway next question hilarious (laughs) your honor (laughs) I object (laughs) Nezra uh, I would start my own archives and I would hoard books, tomes, knowledge, anything that is written down and can be utilized as uh, either records or uh, uh, passing down information. Be a knowledge hoarder. Yes. Normalize smart dragons. Can dragons read? Oh yeah, yeah. They're, they're very smart. Uh, they're That's smarter good than in this circumstance. Because that'd be really unfortunate if you couldn't read them. Yeah, there's like <laughs> offensive question. <laughs> there's master <laughs> dragon like wizards and stuff. Like they. Don't... I am a dragon. 
fucking wizard. <laughs> you ain't I a full read. dragon, you poser. I'm right here. <laughs> a drizzard. Uh, All right. Gil. I would probably hoard, as a natural leader, <laughs> I would hoard other dragons. <laughs> because then they would have to be my friends. <laughs> and I would uh, indirectly get all of the shit that they hoard. Super hoard. <laughs> that is the correct the answer. <laughs> that is it. This is like Yertle the Turtle, but with dragons. I think we should also do this question in the future, but of what we think other people would hoard <laughs> is dragons. I like it. Remember that. Put it on the record. You're the record campfire lady. I am? <laughs> I oh guess God. I am. The campfire's oh no. on fire. <laughs> <laughs> what do we do? I left it unattended and now it's on fire. <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> Whoops. Shall we get started? Okay. Potentially. All right. When we last left off, you guys had gone below deck after encountering a djinn and a god and some sea creatures, and a storm. And you followed a trail of blood to the cargo area where you found a bloody body of, a, of the prince, Kashmir, laying face down and floating above him, eyes closed, was the form of Loom, surrounded by a nimbus of magical energy. That's where we pick up. I'm going to look down at Cash Money. <laughs> Are you all right? <laughs> Can I try to do a medicine check on him? Yeah, go ahead and roll a medicine check. Okay. I prefer uh, the he, shouting There's way. no response okay. to you, Gil. <laughs> I don't have any addition to my hey, medicine guy. check, but... Oh, Loom, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Loom also has no response. 17? Um, so you... How do you... Uh, so I, I'll allow you to, depending on how you do this, I'll it'll change the DC. So, are you physically touching him, or are you just looking at him? Yeah. So immediately upon seeing that, Fee's going to run over and be like, "Shit, shit, shit!" and like just try to like, yeah, just check for heartbeat, like just any mm -hmm. vital signs. So yeah, she'll be directly touching him. Okay, Fee, give me a perception check. Okay, twenty-one. Fee, you are like checking the prince. There's blood. You know, it's kind of gross. He's unmoving, but you can kind of see very shallow breaths from him. And when you check his, you know, his heart rate through his neck and his pulse, you feel a very faint, very, very faint heartbeat. So he appears he is currently alive. Okay. I'll tell them that he is alive, but it's, it's really faint. I'm going to see what I can do. I don't, I can't really heal, but I have some potions, maybe? Anyone have anything? Nah. <laughs> Not for him. <laughs> Does anyone have a spell or something? I'm looking at Loom, mm -hmm. and does it appear that Loom is, like, responsible for this, or is he, too, a victim? Give me an insight check. What else is in the room? Speaking at all? He's not. He's completely silent. His eyes are closed. Um, you can give me a perception check, uh, Gil. Thirteen. Thirteen. 
It's hard to say. Something weird happened here. You don't know if he's responsible or not, but he doesn't... Uh, he appears to be in, like, some sort of, like, stasis. 23. 23. Gil, you're looking around. This is the cargo area. There's some of the furniture and stuff like that that you guys, you know, n- noticed. And you see that there's a hatch that apparently must have been a secret hatch because you didn't notice it before. It's a section of wall that is now missing as if it maybe slid to the side or recessed somewhere, but it leads into the wall of the ship. Like like further in, not out? Uh, Yeah, further in, and it's about... It's about... uh, It's like two and a half or one and a half feet from the floorboards and it's about two feet wide. Ooh, we should probably go in there. Um, can I cast Mage Hand to flick Loom on the shoulder? Uh, yeah, you can cast Mage Hand. Try that. Sweet. Just give him a little flicky flick. See if he's responsive at all. So yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna like hold my hand out and Mage Hand appears and it just kind of. All right, you flick and the flick is rebounded by the the light the the mage hand actually like pop, like hops back about a foot when it does that as if it was kind of like repelled oh okay like a ps1 era kind of like yeah. <laughs> okay. gotcha i'm gonna hmm. get within 10 feet of loom and just go loom <laughs> wake up there there is no response yeah i think we should Shit. go in that patch man I think I want to try to stabilize the prince at least. Well, um, yeah, give him a potion yeah. or something. I, yeah, and I, I'll i give him a health potion. Okay, he is currently face down, so you'll have to like flip him over yes. to do so. Yep. Just pour it on him. Okay. <laughs> pour some potion on me. <laughs> Does anybody have Spare the Dying? Six HP. <laughs> Six HP? Okay. Yeah. Well, Fee, are you, what potion did you use? I only have basic ones. Okay, so you flip the prince over, um, and you can see that, like, the clothing that he was wearing has been, like, deteriorated as if with an explosion of some kind. He's got, like, deep burns on his chest, and you can see, as you pull him back, you can see a lot of blood is around the underside of his mouth, as if he was hit by some kind of force, and then a lot of that blood came out. Uh, like from his mouth, like internal blood. So you you <sighs> apply the you, like you get him to drink the potion, and you watch as there's a a glow that happens, but he still appears to be unconscious. What was his expression like? Was he like smiling? <laughs> uh, no, it. it uh, <laughs> I mean, he's explosion. asleep now, but there's it was clearly a grimace. Does anyone have anything more, like anything to help with the wound? I just don't. He's, he's stabilized. He's just unconscious now. We could probably drag him away, so it doesn't happen again. I mean, that would be ideal. If All right. I, I guess bring we him, can do bring that him over here. Somebody grab his other foot. I got his, this foot. I I grab a foot. All right. <laughs> you're so you're <laughs> holding each foot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you What are you doing now? Dragon wishbone style to a further part of the room, I suppose. <laughs> okay. Find find a a load bearing beam and do the comedic like oopsie doopsie. Uh, <laughs> <you know. laughs> I'm favoring speed as well. I'm not trying to be super gentle. 
Okay, yeah, with you too, it's very easy to just like, like <laughs> and drag him across over. the floor yeah. with a squeak. <laughs> I'm dragging a chair or some piece of furniture that I can find over so I can like get up closer to Loom. Okay. They're easy to find some chairs there. Is this why Athe took the couch? Because he knew we were going to need to put <laughs> cash money up there? Just being a homie. <laughs> <laughs> you might try and relax bed. on your deathbed now, bitch. You might not want so to you, touch him, Can. So you drag the chair up? I'm not touching. I'm just getting a closer look. Okay. All right. So you get a closer look. Mm. Uh, what are you looking for? Anything. I'm looking for uh, anything that looks like it's holding him up. I'm looking for... I'm smelling. I'm <laughs> tasting the air. Um... Well, if you're trying to like figure out what's going on with him, that would be an arcana check. If you're trying to figure out what sort of like magic might be holding him in place. Can be careful. He could do that again. We don't know that he did this. I mean, I mean, could he, he likely could have been controlled by something else. I mean, we haven't seen Zoom. We haven't seen Loom do this before. Eight. Eight? Uh, yeah, you... It's obvi- it's obviously some kind of spell, but you don't know if it's coming from him or if it's pressed upon him somehow. Yeah. And nobody has any kind of dispelling magic of any kind. No. Plus, our spell slots are pretty spent, even if we did, right? I don't know. Yeah. I... I say we go into this hatch. Lead the way, Gil. Just like on a on a personal can level mm-hmm. like I have my own rapport with Loom mm-hmm. can I, I I don't know if a check is going to affect this at all but like using my own insight into what I know about him does this seem Loom like uh, you can give me uh, another insight check uh, you can have a plus five to it damn it I'm rolling like butt don't do that <laughs> you stare at me like it's my fault. <laughs> what the hell? Fifteen. Uh, fifteen. Right. Um, yeah. No, I. No. No. Thirteen. God. Thirteen. Oh, okay. Uh, with a thirteen, it does. I mean, you know that he has a wide variety of like almost random spells. So I'm sorry. That was actually a twelve. <laughs> no <It's> wait. A, <laughs> oh my oh, god. It is twelve. Man. I'm sorry. What it's is okay. happening? What is that bonnet doing to your skull? <laughs> she took it off. I know, but now the pressure is released. <laughs> it is 12 and I am sure of it. Final answer. <laughs> yeah, 12, 13, similar thing. You know he has a, a variety of random spells. It's it's just a weird scenario, and he's it doesn't seem to have any benefit at the moment. What does it smell like? Anything? <laughs> um, you can smell like the crackling of uh, like ozone, a magical ozone smell. Mm. Yep. Definitely magic. I hop down. <laughs> All right. Guys, I don't know. Loom and I have shared a lot of snacks over the last couple days. And I just don't think that I just don't think that he would do something like this. That's cool. Well, we're going in here real quick. Do you want to hang out with him or do you want to come with us? No, I want to find out what's making him stay in the air. That's what we're doing, man. Because that's a... That's not natural. 
I agree. It's That's fucking true. weird. We could check. Um, wait, so there's like a hatch thing we're going in, right? Yeah, there's a hidden hatch that's open. That Does it? Well, we don't know where it goes yet. We know the direction it goes. It goes further into the ship. Okay. Like downward? I don't know about no, downward. No. Okay. <laughs> we haven't gone it's in yet. It's just a hole in the wall, essentially. Okay. I just wanted to make sure hole in the floor or wall. So the door or no? It, it, it's intentional for sure. It's like a panel is now gone. Okay, so there wasn't like a door on hinges, though. No. You don't see where it, like, it either, like, recessed somehow or was taken okay. with. Ken, we might, we might find something in this hatch that gives us an explanation of this, because this is pretty weird, and you would think if he would have done this, or was capable of doing this, he would have done this immediately when Prince stole his pants. <laughs> Fee looks and we're all in the hatch. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not against the hatch plan. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to smell what was happening. Okay. Well, let's get to it. Alright, I'm going in first. Okay, so... You're going in first. Who's going to go in second, third, and fourth? Second. You'll go, you'll go second? Yep. All right. Following that big bro energy from How are Gil. We? How are we? Okay, so, and you guys are dragging Prince? No, we left him on the in the corner of the room. Oh. I'm going to go last. Okay. I thought we were taking him with us. We're not dragging him <laughs> through the hallway. The dangerous that thing massive. And the dangerous thing could be where we're taking him. So why would we drag him in there? <laughs> I think you forgot this. Finish him off. Yeah. <laughs> you saved your garbage <laughs> in our cargo space. Didn't your mom tell you not to play with your food? <laughs> Does that change things for you? Are you gonna stay behind with him or what? Um, I mean no, but I also don't know if leaving him is good. So are you going to drag him? I'm going to try. <laughs> I guess at first I was like, guys, I, don't, I just don't think we should leave him because what if Loom does this again? Well, we need our hands free in case we need to kick some ass. I, I guess. Yeah, give me an intelligence check uh, fee. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to reiterate that I don't think that we should be jumping the, to the conclusion that Loom is responsible for this solely. <laughs> I also think we should not jump to the conclusion that he didn't. We should treat it like we <laughs> well, don't know any of the answers yet. Everyone is guilty and, until proven innocent. And that's where I'm at. We don't know. Either way, we don't know what's happening. For I all rolled, I know, you did it, man. And I point at Nez. <laughs> I rolled, <laughs> where were you when all this happened? Nez has expired. <laughs> this has taken... All of our lifetimes. What is your intelligence check fee? Twenty one. Which I 21. think I think she'd probably know it better to leave. You him. yeah, it's you think it would be very, very difficult to take him along into this tiny hatch. It would take your intelligence check would tell you it probably wouldn't be a very fruitful endeavor because you would have to like crawl backwards and drag him along and then you'd have to probably stop and like put his arms and legs like you know closer to his body and then continue to drag him and then they would expand it would be a hassle to drag him along you can still attempt also like there is it isn't wrong to have someone stay behind in case something weird happens with these two like it's not out of the ordinary to do that but um uh, we don't have any way of communicating that if that happens, though, currently. That's true. But, yeah, I mean, whatever you're going to do, man. You going or staying? What time of day is it? Night. And storming. 
Okay, so is so is T less likely to respond at night during storms? He's been uh, hard to get a hold of. Don't know if if there's a likelihood of storms at night or what. You could always, you know, stay behind and try to contact him if you wanted to. That's what I if was thinking. If that's something that you would do. Fuck. Yeah. I think, I think I'm going to stay behind, try and contact T and see if they know anything about what's going on. So I guess I can tell them that. Okay. Okay. So... Is there any way, Gil, you can leave your tooth? Because I think I'm going to stay. I'm going to try to contact T, see if T knows what's going on, because this is fucky. All right, I'll tell you if any weird shit happens. Okay. Will you be able to hear me if you're doing that? Uh, yeah. All I right. I think so, right? I don't fucking know. And I take out my tooth and I hand it to you. <laughs> okay. Just... Yeah, I mean, just in case, you can be pretty loud. I All guess right, we're gonna we're gonna do this thing. Okay. All right. So the marching order is now Gil, Nez, and Can. So Gil, uh, I'm just gonna need a uh, general. Give me a, a Dex check. A Dex check. Mm-hmm. Can you just tell me where you go as you go too, just in case I can't get a hold of T and need to fucking book it? We're going into the hatch. Well, yeah, but <laughs> what if it's like a series of tunnels with forks and stuff? I'll tell you if there's any weird forks, but we're on okay. a ship, so I don't know how crazy it's going to get. <laughs> this could be a crazy ship. I don't yeah, know. There's an underground passage here. <laughs> there's a tea intersection. Miles. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess it could be fucking weird in here, but I'm assuming it is an oblong shape. Look, life is weird. I found a bookcase and I pulled on one of the books and a, and the shelf slid open and there was a secret <laughs> passageway and a spiral staircase that went down 40 There was flights. also a fireman's pole that I, I decided to go down instead. <laughs> as soon as I touched it, Def Leppard started playing and I got scared. <laughs> I shall narrate every step of our way. Thank you. That's, that's all that I asked. Just in case, because I mean, this is kind of fucking weird, so who knows what else could be fucking weird, you all know? Right. Well, we're gonna go now in case they're like running away from okay. the scene yes, of the crime. Please do, please do. <laughs> All go. right. What'd you get for your dex check? And also, uh, Nez and Can, go ahead and give me dex checks. I got a 12. You got it. 12? Yes, sir. Okay. 14. Okay. 15. All right. Yeah, actually, Can, I'm sorry. You probably didn't even need to do a dex check. You're pretty small. So, um, well, I'm sorry. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you got a 15, so it makes sense. Gil. Nez and Can, you guys begin like you hunch down and start crawling through this. Yes. No, continue. I, oh, just, I thought you were raising your hand. Yeah, I am, but okay. it can you can finish your sentence. <laughs> okay, you guys start crawling through this shaft in the wall, and Gil, you realize that it does turn to the right. There, it's only one route. Turns to the right after about six feet. Um, and you're you'll, you're able to like navigate around this corner, and it gets a little bit taller, almost like a crawl space. What were you gonna say? I'm gonna say that like as I enter and as I'm moving through, I'm I'm looking around, I'm seeing if there's anything on the walls, scratches or like a path of some kind, like a, like tracks or candy wrappers. I don't know, <laughs> peanut shells. I'm gonna um, be on the lookout for traps. Okay. 
so you don't have to roll for this can. You do see there's like some scuff marks inside here um, along the walls as if something kind of big was moving through here. Um, go ahead and give me survival, uh, survival check to uh, uh, examine for traps, Gil. Uh, that's a 12. 12? Uh, you don't, you're not encountering any traps that you recognize. Nothing that stands out to you as you move into this crawl space. We're Is all it light clear. or dark? Uh, it's pretty dark in here. No natural lighting or uh, torches or anything? Nope. Okay. Uh, can you... Wait. You get. You guys don't have dark vision, do you? No. All but right. I was able to see some scuffs. You were able to see it from like the light inside. Yeah. The, we'll say from the cargo yeah. area. All right, Nez, hold on to my shoulder. Can you hold on to Nez's poncho or something? <laughs> Is this your poncho? I can't see very well anymore. <laughs> <laughs> anymore. <laughs> I don't know if can, can can even reach the. Well, you guys are all hunched down. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So I just kind of I reach back and I extend the bottommost section of the poncho to can. Yeah. What was I holding? <laughs> <laughs> that was my satchel. <laughs> it felt like a poncho. <laughs> it's very um. soft. <laughs> it's made it's made from muslin. Uh, it's made from silk. Uh, a soft silk oh. satchel. Uh so Gil, you're the first into this crawl space and you do see that the like ceiling of it is about six feet, which is shorter than Nez. All right, you're going to have to hunker down, big guy, but I got this. Okay. I'm going to stand up at full height and draw my bow. Okay. And you draw your bow. It is a, it's about a 10-foot space. It's like maybe six feet wide, 10-foot long, and then you see on the f- wall on the other side that there is a symbol uh, you can see this because you have dark vision. The rest of you guys cannot see this because it's pure darkness. But there's a symbol in like dark ink, basically p- designed onto this wall. And there's no other hatches or exits or anything like that. Do I recognize it? Uh, give me an arcane check. Fuck. <laughs> Dirty 20. Dirty oh, 20. Yeah. Um, Gil, you've seen some things in your time. Um, you have encountered some magical stuff, some mundane stuff. You look at this symbol and with a dirty 20, you immediately recognize this symbol. You, you saw this in various places. You've seen it in the Feywild, but you've also seen it on the material plane. It's definitely some, the, the symbols are a little bit uh, like different than what you would have been more familiar with in the Feywild, but it is definitely a, like a transportation rune. Ooh. Like something that would e- either change the environment or send you somewhere. Ooh, guys, we got the rune here. Somebody must have taken this as an exit. Should we give chase? Oh, I don't know. That could go anywhere, unless you know some way to, like, find the location of it before we get in. Do I? Give me an arcana. So there's going to be two here. Give me an uh, an arcana check, um, Nez. And I don't know if... me. Is anyone else proficient with arcana? No, but I'm going to um, light my torch so he has 
uh, oh, okay. some light to go off of. If you light your torch, then uh, Nez, mm-hmm. uh, go ahead and it'll just be one roll with advantage. Sick. Your ass, that is so much better. 24. <laughs> 24. Uh, Nez, you look at these symbols, and you've, you've spent a little bit of time looking at, like, runes and glyphs um, as an area that kind of interests you, and you start looking at the pattern, and you can tell that this is a short-range transportation rune. The range looks to be within 50 feet. <laughs> it's just in the air next to the ship, so we fall <laughs> into the ocean. <laughs> Splash. Um, okay. Uh, uh, I'm still crouched down, but now I'm like going to uh, actually like get on one knee. I'm going to get my satchel, fish out my sketchbook. Mm-hmm. I'm going to reach over and kind of grab Gil's hand with the torch and kind of motion it above my sketchbook a little bit. Uh, uh, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I'll brush my thumb on his hand. <laughs> <laughs> we holding oh, hands thank now? Thank you. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to sketch the the rune real quick. Okay. And uh, this seems to be a short range transportation rune. Oh, I sick. I have gotten far. I'm going to touch it. Okay. Nothing it, happens when you touch it. How do, you, how do I work this? <laughs> uh, you know that this would require some sort of uh, activation word, Nez. Mm. Couldn't short range also include the water? It could, but... I'm, How's your swim? I'm so <laughs> How's your swim? You don't remember when we uh, met at the start of all this? I swam all the way to shore expertly. <laughs> so, kind of uh, dumb question probably but like mm-hmm. the rune itself uh, or runes in general is, is there like a mm, baseline language or are they just more like symbols it's arcane script um, so it's kind of it's it's almost like a, like procedural uh, rather than a, a language if you could consider like algebra a language essentially okay, okay. Gotcha. like okay. there's a yeah there's an order of operations to it cool. which okay. asking that question Give me a luck check. Okay, just a d20. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm actually going to roll a physical one for this then. Does any of my luck rub off on him? <laughs> <laughs> Since I am holding his poncho. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can add a plus one to your luck check, whatever you roll. Because, because cans rub in your butt. <laughs> is holding on to your poncho. Sweet. 13 in that case then. 13. I will allow you at disadvantage... To roll Arcana again. Okay. Nez. You can still have the plus one from Can. Does my innocence with Arcana <laughs> help him at all? So help him see uh, things with fresh eyes, maybe. It's gonna be bad. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> with a plus one, twelve. Twelve. At disadvantage. Nez, you're still like pretty fledgling in your runic and glyph understanding. The way it's built you are fairly sure that like people who create runes and the way that runes are crafted mm-hmm. if you have the ability you can change things about them that might change the effects however because you are more limited in your knowledge and understanding still at a you know a base level mm-hmm. you okay. don't know if you could safely do something like that so runes are 
uh, Excel formulas, and I'm still stuck on using AutoSum instead of writing my own <laughs> exactly. formula. Yes. I'm not a I'm not to V lookup territory just yet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Concatenate this rune. You, you still think it's cool that you can adjust the column sizes? <laughs> I can merge these cells. <laughs> okay. Am, am I able to? So, like, kind of like when you're. Uh, deciphering languages, I guess. Uh, am I able to get like propositions or like if, if uh, prepositions, sorry, uh, or any sort of like base, like, oh, they're saying to here or something like that, anything? Uh, that That would be kind of what you understood about the range on it. You okay, don't gotcha. know exactly. Okay. You know that it's a it's short range, so it's it's either in the ocean, in the air, or on the ship. Okay, cool. Unless there's some sort of pocket dimension within 50 feet of you. There's a very good chance that the assailant could still be on this ship. Right, that's why I'm I'm trying to hop into this bitch. (laughs) Well, we should maybe... uh, I know it's generally frowned upon, but maybe we should split up and search the ship. Cover more ground quickly. That seems like a really bad idea. Well, should we search the ship... Uh, as a unit, then? Probably. If we can't get into this, we should probably get out of here and then try and figure out where this leads to. I agree. Okay. Um, let's maybe start since we're already... Uh, how, are, there, are there multiple levels under below deck? Or is it just I, one? You have n- no idea with this particular ship. It's a big ship, so it, it, it is possible. Are you asking okay. that just... To him or out loud, because I could probably help you with that question. If you act in, if you ask in in character, then you might get a different answer. Gil, are you familiar with this particular ship? Oh yeah, I mean, okay, I didn't spend a lot of time on one, but I do know about them. This particular ship? No, not this particular ship, but this <laughs> that kind. That was my question. This kind <laughs> of ship. Are you familiar with this particular ship? What's my exact question. There are a handful of types of ships, and they usually don't deviate too much as far as their construction. Okay, well lead the way, uh, and uh, let us know where we should begin our search. We should finish this deck first, and then move to the ore deck, and then there should be a cargo deck. You okay. guys are on in the cargo deck. So this is the second level? Uh, yeah, this is the area just below, and you know what? Give me. Uh, y- you have proficiency in in uh, seafaring vessels, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, so go ahead and give me a history with advantage. Eighteen. It strikes you as odd now that you're kind of exploring that the cargo deck is just one floor below. Typically, it would be further down. Usually, the bottom. Yeah. So it's weird that this cargo deck is where it's located in a, in a ship this size. However, you guys did kind of go through the whole ship earlier, if you'll recall, and you didn't find any other, like, passages or anything like that. Oh, my God, there is an underground <laughs> passage. <laughs> so normally this, this deck is probably the bottom. This should be, like, the crew quarters and, like, mess hall and shit. Why don't you believe in me? Maybe that weird shit Fee said earlier is true. We should tread carefully. And yeah, you do know that this, like, 
this level does have like the mess hall and things like that. It's so just maybe weirdly... maybe they're using a deck for something way different than it's normally used for, and they had to move the cargo to a different part of the ship to accommodate it. But I say that as guilt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Can what are you doing? I'm holding on to Nez's poncho. <laughs> I'm taking all of this in. I'm thinking. Now I'm uh, I'm going off on a thing here in my <laughs> brain. Is it possible that there's like a secret level? I mean, did the ceiling seem short? Like in general. I mean, the one we're in right now is just six feet, which is pretty. Well, short. not yeah, not that one. Like the the cargo level that we were in. Did it seem like uh, the average ceiling height? Um, what? You may want to ask that in character, because I don't know how familiar you would be with a galleon. So, is there a possibility that there is, like, a secret level built in? Is that crazy? It's definitely not crazy, considering whose ship this is. It's, It's really weird that she had a galleon in the first place. They're usually used for, like, naval battle primarily in moving massive amount of troops, but hmm. Nez is going to start uh, stamping his staff on the floor and Ouch. look for uh, <laughs> uh, like hollow sounds in the floorboards. Smart. So you start stamping. Uh, the floor here does seem a little bit more resonant. However, Nez, when you start, when you go after a moment, you hear from below. Fee! Ha! Shit. Shoot! An echo monster! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You're hanging out in the cargo area still. What are you doing? Um, so there's no, like, closet in this room or anything, is there? Nope, it's a pretty wide open space. There's some furniture. Most of it's covered up. There's some crates. But yeah, it's it's a pretty open, open area with one door leading out. Okay, I'm just trying to think, like, Fee kind of thinking, like, the worst. If someone was going to sneak up or something like that, I mean, it'd be good to be hiding. Could she hide behind any furniture while she's doing this? While also yeah. keeping an eye yeah, on the Yeah, there's plenty to hide behind. Okay, so I'll try and hide behind some furniture while mm-hmm. maintaining my eye on Prince just to make sure he's okay, too. And I'll just go through the... The ritual, I guess, of uh, taking out my pot and putting branch in it, and then, um, yeah, just hoping it'll work out. Okay. Yeah. So you take out your pot, you put the branch in it, and go ahead and give me an arcana check. Okay. Which you can have at advantage. Yay. Okay. All right, 19. 19. Okay, yeah, you plug that bad boy into the pot and you start focusing and you're it's like you can suddenly hear the storm outside, this magical storm, almost as if it's like static. It's it's almost as if it's like kind of blocking things. However, as you're focusing, you can hear a very faint voice. You can hear T's voice. Hello, Fee. Almost as if it's carried on the wind. T, it's it's good to hear from you, even if it's through a storm. It's been a while. 
it's really fucking hard to contact you now. This is like the longest we've been without talking to each other. It's f- weird. Yes. There are things stopping our communication. And you're getting like clips. Like it's coming in still, but it, there's like pauses and stuff as this the reception's apparently not very good. I'll try to keep this brief, but fuck, if we can find some better way to communicate or something. But, uh, so, first, I guess, um, do you know what the fuck is going on here? Like, with Loom floating up there and, like, almost killing the prince? The fuck is this? Place your hand on the branch, Fee, and I will look through your eyes. Okay, and uh, so I'll go ahead and, yeah, put my hand on the branch. Fee, when you place your hand on the branch, you're suddenly, you feel as though you're transported almost. Uh, You can tell by, you've never done this necessarily. You can tell, like, you can still feel your hand on the branch, um, but it's like, like numbed. Like it's a very like muted experience physically. And as you open your eyes, you look around and you see forest, a very familiar forest. You see mountains in the distance. You see tons of natural features that only exist in T's forest. You also look up and you see this hulking giant form, this massive tree-like creature whose eyes are closed. You're looking at T as T appears to be focusing on something. And as you'll recall, and to paint the picture, T is about 30 feet tall. This massive, essentially like sentient tree with just this aura of power coming off of them. They're, you know, growing from the top of their head is, you know, large branches and leaves and it's very thick and it goes up like another, you know, 10 feet from the top of T's head in, you know, contributing to the physical form. Does T have limbs and stuff like a tree ant does or is he just different than that? Uh, he has limbs, but he also has like roots growing out. Like it's different than a tree ant, whereas they're like much more humanoid. This is like uh, essentially like almost a sentient tree with some humanoid physical features. It's for Fee, the first time you saw T, this is a wholly unique being that you've never seen in a book or anything like that. It is a like almost a mind fracturing vision to see T in person. And it's like very awe inspiring, especially because of his size. But you see that his eyes are closed. And then after a moment you watch his eyes open and you are back in the cargo hold, holding onto the branch. I have seen this is some sort of, protective spell wrapped around the one you call Loom. There was some sort of conflict in this room. I see the magical weavings. 
wrapped around the area. I cannot divine what precisely happened, though I know that those spells of protection are quite powerful. I see one person on the ground. They have dried blood. I'm assuming they were hurt in some capacity by a rebounded spell. Hmm. A rebounded one. Okay. Interesting. Well, that's good to know. Fuck. Okay. Um, this person on the ground, this is the prince that you told me to protect. Why am I protecting him? You must take this prince away from the mainland to an island. As you recall, you must take the prince to the city beneath the waves. Okay. Only then will the weaving speak further on the necessity of this situation. Okay. Um, so, is he, with this magical weaving, is he just fucking going to be down this whole time? Or can we somehow bring his health back some? Like The weaving is just the residue left over. Think of them as the wake behind a moving ship. It will fade, but those who can see it, perceive it, and read it, understand it as the after images of the spell. It does not endanger his life. It merely explains what happened. Okay. Um, fuck. I, I have like this whole list of questions that I've been trying to ask you and everything is just fucking crazy. Um, Choose one. This connection is not strong. Okay. Um. And hurry. <laughs> I know. So I found out I'm from the Feywild. Did, why didn't you tell me? I guess if, if you didn't, if you knew, I would think you would know. Why wouldn't you tell me I'm from the Feywild? I suspected you were from the Feywild, though your path moved back and forth from the Feywild to the Material Plane, and without your memories, I did not know what was safe to inform you of. Okay. Many times, memories must be unlocked on their own, especially in a situation like yours. Your memory, I have learned, is magically locked. Okay. okay. And I know I said, you said I had one more question, but you, you don't know who locked it? A powerful hand locked this. That is all I know. I must go, Fee. Okay. Try to contact me again when the storm has passed. Okay. Take care, T. You hear nothing except the end of the connection. Fuck. Okay. And it's at the that AOL moment, door slam. <laughs> <laughs> and at that moment, Fee, you see the prince begin to stir. Nezra, Gil, Can, you guys are in the crawl space and you've just heard a response knock. Did you guys do a da 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 da? 
and they did it. Nah, nah. Two shakes. Exactly that. <laughs> yeah. Shave and haircut two bits. That's how two you bits. always That's tell if someone's there because they're not going to resist doing the two bits. You certainly wouldn't. <laughs> you would have to do it. It's like the Red Robin commercials. <laughs> catch, the, catch the criminal. I can find him. Red Robin <laughs> pops Yum. out of the manhole. Yum. Yum. Shit. Oh, shit. I've been had. Damn it. Is there any Argaria equivalent of Morse code? Hmm. Um, would know. You three, all three of you, can give me history checks. You got it, dude. <laughs> you got it, dude. I got a 21, dude. I got a four. <laughs> 20. 20. Okay. So with both of you hitting a threshold of 20 or higher, I need a luck check from you, Nezra. 19, baby. Stephen King is happy. All right, Nezra, you're sitting there thinking you get a response knock. You know that there is an Argyrian equivalent. Uh, it's not used for, like, necessarily long-distance uh, communication, but you know that there is a form of language based around some of the less... How do I put this? Less verbal races, essentially. Okay. In Argaria, it's not uncommon, especially in Zugo and Starstrom, to and and other places in the world, but especially there, uh, to pick up a little bit based on how you knock things like that. It's also used by like kids as a way of like communicating like secret agents, mm. you know, before they learn things like you know smugglers jargon or thieves can't or anything like that but it, they're similar in their in their capacity but sweet uh, okay so go ahead and uh you can do you know we'll say you know about 10 phrases in this like they're very simple phrases you can say hello who's there goodbye uh, you can ask where the bathroom is. <laughs> um, uh, Don't And then, and then any other, you know, any other six uh, phrases that are simple enough that would be in regular use that you can think of. Okay. Um, something simple like, where is the entrance? Um, you would know, let me in. Hmm. Okay, that's a creepy uh, one. A <laughs> little bit, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a. Mm. I mean, if you ask it with a question, let me in. <laughs> yeah, how yeah, do you knock a question Morse code. <laughs> <laughs> you don't stomp as hard. <laughs> <laughs> you just kind of do like a. Okay, yeah, I'll I'll do. Let me in. Okay, you so you do let me in. Uh, give me a persuasion roll. Okay. At well, I won't give you disadvantage, but we'll okay. knock off two from it. Knock off two. Okay. Uh. So six. Sorry. Six. <laughs> I was um, like adding and subtracting at the same time. You hear a response like a. Give me an insight check. Hmm. <laughs> it's just hi. How are you? <laughs> Nineteen. Uh, the they seem to be asking who is this. Uh, 
Mayamo Nez. <laughs> Uh, am I? Do I have that in my lexicon? Um, you would know something like like friend. we are friends. Okay, yeah. speak friend yeah. and yeah. enter. Okay, mm-hmm. I speak friend. All right, give me a persuasion roll. All right, just a straight persuasion roll. You don't okay. have to take two off or a deception roll. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve. Uh, there's a moment of pause, like maybe hesitation. And then you hear a response knock, and go ahead and give me insight. And it's coming from beneath us, right? Correct, yep. Oh, hell yeah, 24. Yeah, something about the way that the knock is, you are, it, it, before you didn't really notice this, but with that 24, the question that appears is, is it safe? But... The, there's just something about the quality of this knock. This person seems either very weak or very young. Hmm. I'm looking awkwardly at Can while Nezra is just randomly tapping on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> just chittering away with my and staff. You kind of know what is going on a little bit, Can. Like, you understand there's some sort of interaction going on. What do you think is under there? Uh, there seems to be... Uh, at least a living organism that's responding to us. Maybe it's uh, the Genesee. It may be. Old or young. Well, they seem to be in a weakened condition. They're not uh, putting a lot of oomph into the <laughs> communicatory uh, <laughs> language here. Well, her dad said that she's really strong, so I don't know if it's the the Genazi daughter. Well, yeah, uh, but they no, didn't. No, Jin daughter. They didn't indicate that they would be on the ship, so it might be a whole other yeah. Genazi. Gil, uh, do you have perhaps an axe or anything? We could maybe uh <laughs> get right to the source of this. Uh, no, and I think it's a bad idea to start chopping bits of wood out of the ship. Um. Do any do either of you have spells that can move wood? No. Mm-hmm. Well, do they seem to favor wood. you with this conversation that's happening? Do they seem what? Do they like you? I don't. I uh, make them like you, really man. That <laughs> I don't know how to speak uh, stick like that. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Do you want to go back to your place in in stick? <laughs> Just try to seem friendly and ask them like stuff about themselves. Show sure, you like video games? <laughs> What's your favorite Weezer album? <laughs> Wait. Does it sound like like we're banging on the floor and they're banging on the ceiling? Correct. It, it does sound like that, yeah. Not like it's coming from somewhere else magically or anything. Do you think we can talk? Like with our mouths through it? Can you hear us? (laughs) You hear... And it's yes. Are you bound and unable to speak? No. 
Oh. Yes and no Wait, are the yes same amount no of max. They just like more scope. I'm just banging here. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't invent this language. Yeah, yeah but we're you taking notes. your disbelief. Yeah, we're God. trying to pay attention here. No. Okay. So three bangs is a yes. Do you like to party? There's one bang, which is like an unsure sound. <laughs> like a like I don't fuck? understand the question. <laughs> what does that mean? Gay fine party. <laughs> How do we get down to you? Uh, this is unique because you hear a measured um, slams, but the the slams themselves you can kind of feel it, mm-hmm. but they start moving. Along toward uh, ah. toward the ground, and then they stop banging in front of the symbol on the wall. What is the activation word? It's a Cypress Hill song. <laughs> it's uh, the phrase from before. Essentially, is what it's indicating. Like, let uh, let me in. Oh. Okay, it's just a straight-up open sesame situation. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to touch it and... Let me in. The symbol lights up, and you, Gil, and you can see Nez disappear <laughs> in, like, a flash of light. Ah, you shouldn't have let go of the poncho. I didn't know that I did. <laughs> you have a tiny... <laughs> like tattered edge of his poncho in your fingertips. I hide that. <laughs> I tell no one. Tight. This is gonna be pissed. I've already tattered his robe a little bit. Uh, let's do it, right? Should probably. Well, follow yeah, him. I think we have to follow him. Like, what if that was a monster that just wanted to eat the nays? And it was just like, hey, come on in. <laughs> have you well, really? I think if it has that level of communication, then we might be able to talk our way out of getting eaten. No, or, I, thought you were gonna say, I think if it has that level of communication <laughs> and tricked him, he deserves that win. <laughs> I think it's the other way, and we would be more fucked if it could think like that. But totally sure. I touched the symbol. Let have, me in. Have you relayed any of this to me? Uh, no. No. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. I'm hoping. Every no. step, he says. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Trust that's how me, Gil, he says. That's how Gil do. <laughs> Gil disappears in a flash of light, Can. Um, let me in. You touch it and let me in and you disappear in a flash of light if anyone were to see it. And they do. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> the yeah. fr- prince begins to stir and like his eyes open and he like looks around. Oh. Hello, Fee. Oh, you're okay. Fuck. Um, I'm just a little banged up, is all. Yeah, a little. Jesus, what the fuck happened? He looks up over at Loom. Oh, he's still in that state. Uh, I would say it's a little fuzzy, but we encountered a creature in the ship, and we attempted to... Uh, take care of it, but Loom activated a shield spell. Uh, it was uh, whatever is currently going on, and I wasn't sure if he was taken out of the fight, so I tried 
uh, to uh, use a spell uh, to attack the creature, and the creature seemed to use Loom's spell to rebound it, and it bounced off of Loom's shield and hit me, and that's the last thing that I saw. Did you take care of the creature? Um, we didn't. We didn't know there's a creature. We were upstairs talking to a djinn and some other like, and like a fucking god. So we were we were kind of busy. Gin. Yeah. Oh. They're gone now. I mean, they're helping us get safe passage to a safe place for now. But we've got to fucking book it to the city beneath the waves. That just that has to be priority. I see. It's unfortunate that I did not see the djinn. <coughs> Uh, because I, my people, we we are very, we revere the jinn and the Tao and the other genies. It's, uh, in, if, you, if you have never been to Mir and Lug, it is uh, quite a show anytime one appears. I, I mean, I, I told you I've been to Mir and Lug. It's just, you know, it's been a second. Um, so, yeah, I mean, are, what's it like there? It's, I mean, it's been a while, like I said. <laughs> That is very beautiful. We have a large, expansive desert that protects our borders, but once you get through the desert, you get to this beautiful, lush landscape. Uh, we are called the richest nation in Argaria for a reason. It is beyond my ability to describe how beautiful it actually is, but I love it. Everywhere you go, there are islands and long coastline full of bustling cities and ancient buildings and structures. All of our cities are quite large. Wow. That, that's totally like I remember it. Um, yeah. So, so uh, definitely. So, I mean, with such a beautiful place, did, did you ever share why you left? <laughs> You're just having small talk right now. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're kind of waiting for you guys to come back. Yes, uh, I believe I told you all that I came here to retrieve an ancestral item that has been missing from our our home for that, a long time. That that's right. Um, it's kind of interesting they sent the prince to do that. Well, they did not send me. This was a mission. I took upon myself. Oh, okay. Me that's, that's and my sister. Oh, your sister? Did you tell us the sister bit? I don't remember that. Early on, when we were in the cave. It's been a she, while. She was able to escape. Oh. I see. Okay. Um, hmm. Do you know where your, your item is that you're looking for? I have it. Oh. Okay. Are you okay with going to the city beneath the waves before you run that back home? Yes, I am fine with that, as long as we can uh, waylay the Elysian Knights, I will be fine with wherever we go, as long as it does not stop me from getting back to Mirlug and to Elazaraga. Okay, okay, good. Because, um, yeah, we're, it's imperative that you get there, just, just so you know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Do you have any more health potions? I am. I can taste it. 
And you, I believe I was, I took one, but it was not very effective. Yeah, you're, you're pretty banged up. Um, I have just a little bit. I, I can give you more. Um, let's see. I think I have three left. Okay. Um, I'll just, I'll give them all to him. They're all really, three? yeah, they're really, really small, but two D4 plus two. Okay. He, uh. I'm going to need to make some health potions stat. Oh, do you want me to roll it or are you rolling it? Uh, I can roll it if, um, I rolled pretty well. Um, I did too. Okay. Uh, did you get a three and a four? Yeah, I got, I rolled them all together, the six D4s and got 20. Oh, uh, well, he's only going to take one. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. So we'll do the seven plus four, so 12. So he's a little bit better, and he's like, he, like, puts his hand up. I appreciate it, but I just needed a little uh, top-up more than anything else, just enough to uh, start the process myself. Sh- sure. You can heal? A little. Oh, well, that, that's good to know. Um, I have to get to be beyond a certain threshold, and then I... Uh, then I will not bore you with the details, but I have to get up to a certain point, and then it takes over for me. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, I mean, otherwise I have some healing salve, if you want any of that. That is okay. Save yourself for uh, a rainy day. Oh, and he, like, okay. like, tilts his head to the side. Which it sounds like it is outside right now. It, it is. And that is Weird. From... <laughs> I'm so sorry. It literally just started thundering as weird. I said that. Weird. That is weird. Um, yeah, and that is actually um, our new friend. So, yeah, they, they are helping us with that storm, kind of keeping us safe. So You convinced a djinn to help you. Yeah, I guess we did. That is <laughs> very impressive. Um, yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> what, what was that peep? <laughs> we didn't really do any convincing. <laughs> I mean, we, I, yeah, but she's a, trying to impress the prince. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we brokered and, a that, deal. Now that's making me suspicious. And I was going to continue on that. Yeah, I mean, I can I can be pretty persuasive, I guess. Uh, well, it is clear that uh, this is quite a unique group. I have found myself attached to. Uh, Thank you for rescuing me. I'm going to wait. Where are the others? Um, they went to this hatch thing. So, um, hatch. And yeah. he looks and he sees it. I I didn't oh. want to leave you in case you know you got hurt again. And I mean, yeah. I mean, I know yeah. I haven't known you very long, but I I want to make sure you're safe. I appreciate that very much, Ophelia. Though I am concerned with the hatch, Loom and I, before we found the creature, is such a disgusting creature, before we found it, we were discussing that, according to Loom, this ship seems to be built strangely, as if there are more levels to it. God, I told the group that might happen, and they thought I was so fucking out of my mind. Well, it appears your instincts were correct. That does not surprise me. And he, like, winks. And he, like, kind of, like, 
lifts himself up. We should possibly find a way of getting that dome of magic off of Loom. Is he doing the Jeff Goldblum from Jurassic Park pose right now? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll say he is. What is that? <laughs> he's, his shirts he's like, like, open. He's like leaning back he's on his j- arm and he's like... Yeah, he's, he's all burned, but he's still shredded. <laughs> um, I, uh, do you have anything that can dispel magic? Um... Can dispel these clothes. Not, <laughs> not that's your wife, bro. <laughs> not really. Um yeah, I, I don't think I have that yet. Uh, I see. Yeah. I can do it, but then I will be completely tapped of any of my magical resources. I am uh, perhaps I should. I did take a lot of his things. <laughs> he he is pretty upset about his pants, if you didn't know. I think he's genuinely very upset. He, like, looks down. Yes, I know. We were discussing it. <laughs> and, he, and he, like, hobbles over and, like, looks around at it. And then he raises his hands in the air and kind of gets really quiet for a moment. And then he says... And you watch as magic kind of pours out of his hands, kind of spreads over the dome, almost like a a fountain of trickling water, and the dome disperses, and Loom drops to the ground, lands on his ass, and like looks up. Oh, um, where's the, where's the creature? So the creature apparently went away, and the group may be going towards them. We're not exactly sure. They went down the hatch, or not down the hatch, I guess. Went through Loom, the hatch. like, immediately shoots up. That hatch right there. Yep, that's the hatch. And They cannot um, encounter this creature. And he, like, runs toward the hatch and, like, <laughs> like slides in. So we should probably leaving. go, too, right? Um, I'll... Kind Tell me more behind about him. Mirren, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> it would Curling seem that would be the best course of action. After you. And he, like, gestures to the hatch. Okay, and I'll hop on in. All right. So, what's your sign? <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Cease. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys climb through, and you get to this crawl space. You can see in the dark, correct? You have dark vision? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see a symbol on the wall, and that's the only information or anything inside of this crawl space. Loom exam- is examining it already. It appears to be some sort of uh, transportation rune. Though I'm not sure of the range, I don't know how it would, uh, how far or where it would take us. Sure. How, how does it work? Well, these symbols around the the rune sort of dictate the function. And based on that, my runic lore is admittedly pretty slim, but I do recognize this for what it is. Um, it would, uh, it sort of, it needs an activation in order to utilize it, but if they went this way, then they must have used it. So it can't be that complex. And he like, <laughs> hey. he like raises an eyebrow, <laughs> like, <laughs> It would have been really convenient if Nez was... At least Nez we didn't was, get trapped in our own spell, dickweed. It would have been really convenient if Gilla 
let me know what he was doing each step of the way if they went through this. Um, well, I imagine it has to be something simple. Yeah. If it's like you say, this is a ship. And if it's something here, it's either something very complex or very simple in order to protect or hide something. However, if the three of them were able to discern it quickly, then it must not be a complex thing needing backstory or history or a knowledge or understanding of the individual who placed it here. Sure. So it might just or be any kind of intelligence. In <laughs> <laughs> so it may just be something like any. Uh, the prince puts his hand on the symbol and says, "Open." And <laughs> he disappears in a flash of light. He. Oh, it was just opened. Well, weak let's go. password. <laughs> um. <laughs> Got a post-it note next to it. Didn't even have any special characters. <laughs> I'll go ahead and open too. All right, you disappear in a flash of light. Gil, Nez, Can, you guys, just a few moments after each other, appear in what a, what looks to be a section of the ship. It's a Gil, from your reckoning, this looks like a what a cargo hold, hold should typically look like. It's fairly cavernous. It looks like it's been expanded a bit. Um, the ceiling is a bit higher than normal. And... There doesn't appear to be any cargo here. However, you guys notice that the most prominent thing in this cargo hold is about 15 individuals of different races. You see some humans, some tieflings. Um, You see just a mix of different people. And you see one person with a very tall like an ore essentially that looks like they have for communication purposes is an older woman and she approaches she is a half elf you're pretty sure and she approaches and she lowers the ore and she looks at you guys have we arrived in Algeria yet and that's where we're going to end for the night Wow. I got some bad news for you. <laughs> That's some people. Hmm. Wonder where they were. Hmm. I mean, one person's toeways are one person's best friends. So maybe we're making best friends. Did you say toeways? Is that what it is? Stowaway. Stowaway. <laughs> I mean, I think it still technically works. Yeah. <laughs> if, we're if towing them force. away. That's true. All right. Now it's time for tonight's MVP. Bleep bloop noises. (laughs) (laughs) The most valuable player character I want to know who you believe deserves an additional 1d10 of DM inspiration. Now, for those of you listening and for those of you at home, Nez is one, Gil is two. Oh, fuck. I paused. (laughs) Damn it. Nez is one, Gil is two, Fee is three, and Can is four. On the count of three, I'll have you guys hold up the number of fingers corresponding to the person you believe deserves to be MVPC. Now, I'll give you a moment to decide, and then we will vote. All right, is everyone ready? Ready. Ready. I can't roll my R's. One, two, three, vote. All right, we've got two votes for Nez and two votes for Fee. Wait. Nez, why'd you vote for Fee? Because she saved the prince. All right. Gil, why'd you vote for Fee? 
Yeah, I mean, she did something unique and, yeah, conversed with the prince, and then because of waking up the prince, she was able to get Loom awake, too. So, yeah. Excellent. All right, Fee, why'd you vote for Nez? <laughs> um, figuring out the runes with his Morse code was pretty beneficial for the group. Um, yeah, so I would say that is a major one. So, yeah. Excellent. And Can, why'd you vote for Nez? Yeah, exactly that. Finding a, a workaround that got us past uh, a puzzle, which we all fucking hate. Yeah, so thank you, God. Nez. The most simple kind of puzzle. Thank you, Nez. It was so hard. It had multiple solutions, it was even. Too <laughs> difficult. Um, all right. That means tonight's MVPCs are Nezra Kaziel and Ophelia Raimaduri. Take your D6s, one each, and um, you can do whatever you want. You split the party, so whatever. Invest <laughs> it in an S&P 500 index fund. Don't do that with dice, though, because they'll look at you like you're a fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're cute scary. enough. <laughs> if you're very That's cute, true. you just slide the dice over. There's a graph. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> you I'll, bet. I'll invest this for you. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, that is it for tonight, folks. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Adrian Von Ziegler for that beautiful background music. Thanks to all of you listeners. We love and appreciate each and every one of you. If you'd like to love and appreciate us, head on over to Apple Podcasts and consider leaving us a review. Any review that you leave, we will read on the podcast. So make us say silly shit. Also, while you're there, consider leaving us five stars. We'd really appreciate that. It really helps bump us up in the algorithm and hey while you're doing that if you're enjoying this show tell your friends about it tell other people blast it out into the ether let people know that this is the greatest show you've ever heard that has a cast of five that plays dungeons and dragons in a world called kezriel in a world in a or world. if you follow any like facebook pages that are D related feel free to drop a line to us there because yeah, that's how we've gotten out, some of our, that's <laughs> how we've gotten some of our patrons and they're really cool people so yeah don't be a stranger that- that is an excellent segue into our Patreon, patreon.com slash D20 underscore syndicate. Check out the tiers that we have available and consider making us warlocks with your patronage. You can design an NPC in some tiers. You have access to bonus content, behind the scenes stuff. There's so much that you have available uh, at your fingertips. So head on over there and see if anything trips your crossbow. Also, we've got a discord and it is... That's right. It is free. Check out the link in the episode description. Come hang out with us. We're growing more and more out of our, uh, you know, out of our small little universe and into the internet, taking up our space, carving away our own little home on Discord so that we can say dumb shit. Like if a werewolf eats (laughs) another werewolf in their and they're in different forms is it cannibalism those are the kind of hard tough questions that we're asking in the discord or that other people are asking so check out our discord the link is in the episode description also we have merch go to t public get on the d20 syndicate page and maybe get a shirt with can's face on it or the whole gang the whole crew or the just rock the uh, d20 syndicate logo t public d20 syndicate buy the merch or else that's it for tonight, folks. Thanks for listening. Whoa, I fucking had a brain fart like crazy. Oh. 
Once again, (laughs) thanks for listening, folks. That's it for tonight. Appreciate you listening. I am your host and DM, Seth. We'll see you next week. And this is the D20 Syndicate Podcast, where we go on adventures so you don't have to. Bye. Tonight's around the campfire question is if you were a This is a patron drag, question. What? This is a patron question. Which patron, man? B. Who? B. Oh, it sounded like you said fee. Fee's <laughs> <laughs> not a patron tomorrow. Breaking the fourth wall. She's a PC. We've been over this. Reverse. Bre- what do you think the P stands for? Patron. <laughs> patron character. <laughs> Patron uh, karate. <laughs> tonight's around the campfire. <laughs> God damn it. Karate doesn't start with a C. Don't tell me what it stands for. I said stands for. <laughs> I just make up English, man. We're going to have a good episode. Doesn't my new bonnet look kind of Hawkeye's? It looks like oh. a dice bag. Oh, it does. It does look like a dice bag. <gasps> Double it could be a- Mika. It has a... It's literally a dice bag. <laughs> you are screwed. Turn her down a little bit. <laughs> Can you turn my headphones up? <laughs> That's part of my issue, maybe. <laughs> like, they can't hear me. Let me just scream really loudly. <laughs> we can I'm hear you to... without the microphone, I think. Oh, there we go. It's the yeah. enthusiasm. It's a really fancy, like, royal shower cap. Why did you need a new bonnet? Like, did your hair rip it off or something? Um, my old bonnet, it was, I mean, it's like fine ish, but it's the elastic is starting to wear out a little bit Mm. and this has adjustable elastic. Now that's nice. But too many plastic baubles. Like I'm trying to sleep. Oh yeah. That's why would they do that? Just breathe it in. (laughs) And then it tightens on your head. (laughs) I think I have sleep apnea. (laughs) No, you're just joking on shit in your sleep. From three That's to three thirty p a.m., you were <laughs> not. <laughs> were you guys allowed to sleep with necklaces on when you were kids? No, no. But well, I also didn't have I don't a think desire it ever came to. Up. I don't think I ever tried. <laughs> I had a necklace, but I was like, "This probably shouldn't be on me if I'm going to sleep." Wait, you smart? Hmm. I didn't have a necklace, but I'm pretty sure my parents would have just been like, "Yeah, whatever, go to bed." Like my dad <laughs> let me go to school in pajamas. So I don't think he was really caring too much <laughs> well, about that. Pajamas to school isn't a choke. Hazard. It is when I wear them, and from <laughs> from bullies. <laughs> nice jammies, loser. Um, Unless they genuinely thanks, like your jammies. <laughs> they're barn. I had I had multiple jewelries in middle school yeah, to what? high school. Tell, tell us multiple jewels. Necklace? I had one of those uh, metal ball necklaces. Oh, um, me too. Then I had one of those uh, surfer like. Uh, Mm. Thin white narrow bead necklaces. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh right on. Like then the, I had with the little shellies. Sometimes no, there weren't little shellies, but there were little beads that divided the the white. Uh, I don't know what to call them. They're not beads. Got- They're like bread. <laughs> like the bread mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Like the communion wafers Yes 
<laughs> Are you talking about like paper beads? <laughs> what is this? Yeah, yeah, Billy got it right. I'm just picturing. Yeah. But they're like it's the one that you get at American Eagle. <laughs> yes. Red yeah, every like, fuckboy in 2007 and 2008 wore them. Fuckboy rack. And every youth pastor now. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then in high school, for a while, I had like, it was just like a black cord necklace with like an eagle, like a metal eagle. Dope. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nope. It was lame. Um, then I had a shit ton of the the bracelets. Yeah, I had a, you know, I mean emo phase. I had like the thick wristbands, and that was that jewelry then. And then even in my emo phase and throughout, I always liked pearl necklaces because I wanted to be fancy and like I loved the fifties. And I was like, I'm gonna be like current, but fifties. Also, for some reason, I think there was a thing. Elijah had a like a huge leather wrist. Uh, I thought you were gonna say a huge bracelet. pearl necklace. It was like a it was like a bra a bracer. Mm-hmm. Like it was like, like oh several sure. inches. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> like he it dropped from the the denizen of rats that he cleared out of the basement at the tavern, and it's <laughs> the only yeah. equipment that he has to equip. Exactly. Yeah. Seth didn't wear a lot of jewelry. He had rings. I never. I don't like rings. I don't anymore. I. My fingers are already fat and short and stubby. I don't need any more encumberment. Grace wears oh, so yeah. many rings. It's like be- she's Christmas, a gang her- leader. Yeah, she does. <laughs> she has one on each finger. Well, for Christmas, we got her a fidget ring pack, So, which had like tons of them. She also has other rings, too. She does. And she's got like... She has like an eyeball a couple, mood yes, ring. Yes, the eyeball is... Fantastic. She has to take off her rings to function to do things. <laughs> so she just has them for show and then just does this or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's constantly just fucking fronting on people. Just <laughs> and for slapping. Fuck with me. And for slapping. I saw a picture of you recently from like that era and I was like, why is Seth wearing a wedding band? (laughs) (laughs) Just testing it out. (laughs) To be a good narcotics officer, you should have narcotics in your blood. It's training day rules. (laughs) That tracks. (laughs) Why is your pinky nail so long, sir? (laughs) For cleaning my ear. <laughs> it's a and cop thing. You wouldn't understand. Just that. It's only that. <laughs> yeah, He's got the full on vampire ring. <laughs> got the, the curved point on it and everything. Still wearing like a Bermuda shirt, though. Every time he arrests somebody, just like, you're under arrest. <laughs> <laughs> I arrest you. And they never resist because they're like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I should do what this guy says because he's got a pinky ring. <laughs> I think calling it a pinky ring is an understatement. Man, what do you my call old it? boss at the place that I worked at when we all lived in the same town, um, <laughs> Oh. One day he just started wearing a pinky ring and never stopped. Like toe pinky or? No, finger pinky. <laughs> he wasn't wearing open toed shoes. Well, that would be weirder. <laughs> that would be a whole other thing. He's got Crocs and his pinky toe sticking out of one of the holes. Sometimes it just slips out of that hole. 
Um, <laughs> no, we just started wearing a pinky ring one day, and it was all I could focus on. And I am so glad that I wasn't the only person who noticed. Mm. It was finally out of my head, and here it is again. And this is only going to upset you in the long run. I like the song now. <laughs> you doing Call go. On Me? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's one of my favorite songs of all fucking time. It rules. <laughs> it's such a jam. Why is Steve Winwood like such a gift? Mm. <laughs> oh, I'm so frustrated. Oh. <laughs> Damn it, Steve! <laughs> I, you're so high what did you do to me? <laughs> I was talking about the remix. Oh, that one's so good too. I don't know I what just song put that you're on loop about. sometimes. You did. Call on me. Call on me. I never knew the words, so I'd just go. Right, same. That's what I went. That's what most people do, I think. The video for that remix is too much. But it's great. It is. But it's too much. I also highly recommend the original Valerie video by Steve Winwood because it's fantastic. Isn't he like playing he's keyboard just, in the water? <laughs> it's in he's just like in a black area. He's playing the keyboard and singing and wind is everywhere, but also like fake water splashes keep coming oh, up over the up, yeah. <laughs> And the there's like this still at the end of it when it ends and it's just him like <laughs> wide open mouth staring off into space and looking really Same majestic. Used to be. Bam. <laughs> uh, I Give love it like so much. The Breakfast Club, like freeze frame at the end. It's very eighties. I have listened to it every single day this week because it has made me happier. 